Hi guys and welcome back to this week's episode of the Nursing Handover podcast. You have your tantalizing trio. You have me, Jerry, the lovely Diane and the lovely Carissa back with another episode. We did not, you may have realized, we did not have an episode last week just because, you know, life got busy and we had a lot to do. So I sincerely apologize if you were waiting. (laughs) However, we are back in full effect. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, oh. oh my god, I was on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, life got juicy last week, but it's all sorted now. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Oh my god. But god. yeah. And the GP, oh, that's another story I forgot to tell you guys as well. But that's another, that's for another time. <laughs> that is for another time. Please. <laughs> But how are you guys doing? How have the last two weeks been? Been all right. It's been, it's been okay. Very eventful. Not gonna lie, but thankfully not eventful with myself. But no, it's all calmed down. I think it's all fine now. Good. Well, I'm glad to hear, Diane. Do you know what? It's been really difficult just because I, because I was on study leave and I had exams and essays to hand in. So that was hard. And I think usually study leave in your head always thinks rest, but it mm-hmm. wasn't rest at all. But I'm just glad it's over. Yay. Yeah. So glad it's over. <laughs> what do you have left? Just your consolidation? Your consolidation. So consolidation, which starts tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then I have parts of my portfolio, but that I feel like I can do without being on a deadline per se. Mm-hmm. That I have time to do that at a glacial pace as opposed to this has to be in by May this, by May that. Da, da, da. No, I'm glad you were, I want to say somewhat free. Mm, yeah. In comparison to that. what you were like a few weeks oh, back. I'm telling you. Gosh. I am telling you. <laughs> I can actually feel the stress. That's the thing. It was like oh. delirium. Like, I think the, the day... Even like the your submission day, day, you said that you hadn't slept for like 24 yeah. hours. <laughs> yes. Guys, don't be me. Don't procrastinate things because I was doing baby girl, enjoying myself on a weekend away and then took my laptop with me with all the intentions of doing my work. And you know when you do your work, but you're just not in it because you're mm-hmm. away. Mm. That's kind of how it was. And then I got back and it was like reality here. I was like, Dan, you need to submit this work. Like you have to get in. Yeah. So... Yeah, 24 hours of not sleeping. But I'm used to doing all-nighters anyway. But I was, I think, a bit delirious that morning because that's why I had a bellyache. I felt really cold. I was so tired. I don't know how yep. you did it. That's what I'm saying. And I feel Your like body. my body was like, Diane, no. Why? <laughs> not today. And then not I had to today. go in the next day. That's what I had to go to work the next day. They really should just give you guys, the, like, those two days off. Literally. Oh. They rest for the wicked, man. They literally just want hours done. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's so annoying. And then people come and tell you that nursing is not a professional job. It is so underestimated. How the government play down nursing is is an actual joke. It really is an actual joke. All other countries and states and whatever, they let alone the pay speaks for itself. It just shows exactly. how much respect they have for nursing. Mm. But, you know, 
how they treat nurses and everything it, they show the respect over here they don't show any no they just trample on you and because you know everyone's tax pays our wages as yeah, people love exactly. to say they don't care no it's, it's just an expectation you, you know you, you're a staple part of the nhs you have to be there deal with it you chose to come into this role so it is your fault yeah that's <laughs> that is literally how they treat us it's such a shame honestly mm-hmm. honestly honestly but talking about the government <laughs> go on baby girl go through talking about the government so this this week's episode we've got a lot of different things but I think our first topic we want to touch on is the Cummings confessions dun, 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 dun. <laughs> right so if you are in the UK or you're someone that takes an interest in British media, you will know that the UK government, I think, have been the worst first world country response to COVID. Even right? the states were doing better than us. The right. states, that they were having a madness. This is it. You know, they were being led by an orange buffoon and yet they could get the <laughs> together a bit better. But us with our one, he just, I don't even know what that one is. The mop. It was just a mess. The mop, 100%. Right? The so, mop. Cummings is Dominic Cummings. He was Boris Johnson's chief advisor. Mm-hmm. And he was his basically right-hand man when managing the COVID situation and the government's mm-hmm. response to COVID. Now, like some rocky relationships, it fell apart. They broke up. Dominic Cummings walked out on the relationship. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he thought, do you know what? Payback's a B-I-T-C-H. <laughs> that, was, that was for Gigi's mum. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he said, do you know what? I'm going to come back to the inquiry. And I'm going to drop some dumb shells, guys. I'm going to drop some dumb shells. Can I just and say, some- I'm mm. sitting there with my cup, like waiting, like, Kermit, like the Kermit the Frog meme. Right. <laughs> because oh, boy the things that were said oh, our government must look like a joke right big now time to the whole world it's embarrassing, oh, <laughs> it's embarrassing. So embarrassing. it was just you know like when you're so shocked but you're not shocked either yeah um, I feel like Dominic Cummings confirmed what we already knew 100% yeah but hearing it from somebody who was in the inside circle <laughs> almost gave it more credibility in a way of okay it's legit now we're not yeah. just hearing hearsay we're not hearing the media publish something this is somebody who was there but do them. you think there's a part of me thinks what if he's just exaggerating I, I mean I don't doubt anything he's saying I'm gonna play devil's advocate but because obviously they left on bad terms mm. evidently how do we not know he's just not stirring the pot how do we not know he's not diverting the blame off of him onto them he you might know, be I'm... yeah but he could be. there was a lot of tea drops that's what i'm saying like that's a, it's a lot of information to drop if and do you get what i mean okay yeah. like it was a, it would be too much information for it not to be true basically that's what yeah. I think, but you know yeah. what? You, I, I could be wrong. No, I get what you're saying. It, it is a valid... It makes sense. It does make sense because you wouldn't come out with so much mm-hmm. for it to be, you know... 
Yeah, because he was he, his lips were smacking from like nine a.m. <laughs> to like five p.m. Literally. All dropping, <laughs> literally just throwing them all under the bus. I can't lie. The part that killed me the most, yeah, was when he was saying about the, Sp- the Spider-Man meme. He actually got up on stage on camera yeah. and compared the government to that dual Spider-Man scene. Like he did not. He honest, did. He did. I'm telling you. I mean, it's the fact that when you read the things that he said and the allegations that he made, um, like, so for example, he made a statement saying that the British system is not set up to deal with a Secretary of State who repeatedly lies in meetings. Yeah. You know, Wait. he outwardly called him a liar. Listen, yeah. I'm going to sound very dumb here. Who is our Secretary, Secretary of State? Do we have one? That he must he must mean what's his face? He must mean Hancock as health secretary. I'm guessing okay, it's him. okay, fair enough. But it just I don't know, it just makes you think. <sighs> How can you drop no, those gems? No, like... I'm lying. I'm lying. Secretary of State is pretty Patel. Oh, okay. Um, okay, fair enough. Oh, don't don't let me start on her. Let's just keep people coming. If I start on her, I won't finish. <laughs> <laughs> I Oh, so does that mean? Uh, wait, I'm really when it comes to this stuff, I'm really dumb. So does this mean she she's the Home Secretary? Yes, yes. Okay, okay, yes. all right, okay. I've got we're That's here. Correct. Yeah, makes, I'm with you guys. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And what else was he saying? So, so he, so he said that come. He said that um, there was at least ten to fifteen times that Matt Hancock should have been sacked. Wow. Well, we already knew this. The one went from when we found out he was giving his friends and families the the things the about PPE. Yeah, the deals about yeah. PPE. When let's be honest, the three of us were out here struggling mm-hmm. with barely any PPE, trying to save lives. Yeah. Definitely. Mate, the way I remember when the first outbreak came, the way I was doubling up on the masks, the surgical masks. I was doubling up. And you know what the weirdest thing is? I'm not even lying to you guys. Before the lockdown was announced, mm. I went on tool station and I ordered seven overalls and I've ordered goggles. And I have my um I have my booking, my invoice. I spent 70 pounds on the fourth of March. <laughs> wow. I was so shook. I was like, no, I need to buy this for my family. I bought four hooded coveralls and goggles no seven yeah seven there you go and then a week later everything was sold out mm-hmm. i'm telling you and then have you ever seen sanitizer so expensive it's no. more expensive than creams right yeah people are making designers hand sanitizer <laughs> who knew who and knew? then what was the statement he said that um boris johnson said he would rather let the bodies pile up in November yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, it, it just and, and, and I think Boris tried to deny that and he still denies it to this day. Of course he will. But, but this is the guy that when he first locked us down or whatever, he said people will die. Yeah. Yeah. He so did. I can't lie. This sounds like something that would come out of his mouth. Yeah. That's true. Sure. Yeah. And also, yeah. like, Cummins said that how when the pandemic even first started, that they were all on holiday. 
oh, together. Yes. Like people were on holiday, ministers it's true. on holiday. Because don't forget, they literally just started closing it down. Like you have to be back in the UK by 4 a.m. on Monday morning to avoid having to quarantine. Yeah. From random and places. It just shows you how unserious they were about the threat to life COVID was. Well, to you this know. day, they still haven't closed down our borders. They never have. No. 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 Well, he said that. He, he come in and said that there was never any policy in place for borders. It wasn't there. But all the information we were getting. So even this whole thing about we're going to charge you five grand if you leave the country without a reason. Well, that technically can't be done because we don't have There's... an actual policy. Yeah. Yeah. That's true, actually. So That's guys, so go on your holidays. You haven't heard it from me, but <laughs> honestly, if you got enough annual leave to cover your quarantine, just do it. Go, just do it. Just do it. Honestly, I'm telling you. And I think any whatever what came out from the whole Cummins inquiry, sorry, his evidence into the inquiry was how can you trust what they tell us anymore? Exactly, yeah. but people weren't trust tr- weren't trusting them for a long time, and this just confirms it. Yeah, I think exacerbates the lack of trust that we have. Mm. Exactly, and you know what? Looking at statements that they've said, this is what I don't get. So the PM in Hancock fell out so badly last year that Johnson stopped inviting him to meetings, but Hancock would just turn up anyway. Imagine how petty that is. Imagine the prime minister falling out with you and stopping you coming to meetings or not inviting you. And you're the minister That's of health. Terrible. That's terrible management. Mm. They're literally yeah. like schoolgirls in the playground. Mm. Yeah, they are. They're babies. But what makes me angry is that you're governing our life. You're making choices that concern us. And mm-hmm. for me, if somebody had launch an attack so scathing on me I'd want to come out and correct my public image immediately but I'd want to come out and reassure my public that you've heard what's been said it's been televised you know this accusation was made I'm ready to answer to these accusations. you know I can stand up here and say I said this was said or that wasn't said but my guy is just blase just walking around like nothing happened you don't even want to save face anymore. I mean, that just shows, and like Dan said, that just that just shows they really don't care what we no. think. They don't care at all. Do you know what the worst part is going to be? Whenever the next elections are, because I don't know when they are anymore. Yeah. Um, the Conservative government will probably end up back in power. Yeah, yeah, I believe that as well. I don't, do you know what? I don't know because I feel like they've been the most scandalous party we've ever had. Hmm. Every time they've been in power, it has gone to SHIT. It's gone to rubbish. Hmm. Like when they're in power, we had the riots, the yeah. killing of Mark Duggan. That was conservatives. Yeah. Right? Even hmm. now, the handling of COVID, the lack of respect for NHS staff, giving your friends contracts, having people being exposed for being basically corrupt. Hmm. You know, how can you be a first world country and you have a lot of deaths on your hands and you're not even sorry? That's all. But this is you're, you're my thing sorry. is look at the whole Brexit malarkey, yeah? Mm. All that money that he said was going to come to the NHS. Where oh, did right. it go to? Where, where is it? Because we, we're not getting that like 350 a week that we were seeing on buses. Exactly. Exactly. And then what? Brexit, it, well, Brexit happened and then COVID came. 
and Brexit have been like one thing to another. Like, and now people that were oh, voting for them are like, why, what why did, did I do this? Yeah. Brexit, Brexit was a mistake. That's my That's opinion. Just... Talking about money, this is mm. another thing that I'm seeing on the BBC News. Let me get it up. The government is to spend two hundred million pounds on a new ship. Plans for a new national flagship to promote best of British. What does that mean? So basically, you know the Titanic. <laughs> you know the Titanic was like a flagship ship for the Irish and the British. Yeah. They're basically trying to build another Titanic, but without it looking like a Titanic. When the They're NHS paying. is literally on its knees and yeah. people are still on furlough. Yeah, two hundred million on a new ship to promote best of British. You can't make it up. Imagine. Do you know what I feel like? You know, there's that (laughs) meme of the guy with a cigarette, and he's just like, "I'm over this." (laughs) Yeah, it gets better. It just gets better, to be honest. It makes you think. What is the point? (laughs) Honestly, I'm not. I'm just thinking, I, I need to know what else they can do. It's like they keep topping up the, the ridiculous yeah, things they're that BS, they're doing. <laughs> and trying to justify the money they're spending when they were out here telling us we don't have this money. Mad. But you've got money to go and build a ship that none of us will be able to go on. L- legit, you know? Oh, what, and like, then another statement. The government knew the Indian variant was in the UK two weeks before telling the public lovely <laughs> that's like uh, a drop that's like a drop mic moment and you're just like you know what guys do your thing like do it we're tired now you just i just don't understand what is i don't this? understand is this a game is it a game <laughs> honestly maybe, maybe in a game we're gonna wake up i don't know but someone pinch me because i, I, I don't know what know. this is you know, like, literally, just... oh, the government's going from mad to worse, or the other way around, yeah. whatever way you want to look at it. Like, yeah. so it reminds me of that, of that horror movie. Oh, that horror movie, let's play a game. You know, the guy, the doll, yeah, with the cheeks, let's play a game. yeah, that's them. <laughs> that, that, that's them. Let's play a game. <laughs> they don't care, they've got money, they can go and live and survive, yeah. Like the rest of us that are, you know, hardworking people and make honest livings. I just I just don't understand it. And if anyone that did watch the, the trial has caught up with the trial, I'm calling it a trial, but it's an inquiry. But if you did watch it, Dominic Cummings was very relaxed. This guy was had his head hand on his head. He did you see what he was wearing? Buttoned, rolled up his sleeves. He was chilling. And so, to you know, his his aura and his presence did not seem threatened or in any way. You know, I felt like he just wanted to get it out. Wow. Like, I've been, I've been keeping think, this secret for ages. Yeah, and I think, who else has stuff to say? Who else well. can say more? Sounds like it, to be honest. Especially, like you're saying, his mannerisms. It just looked like he was waiting for it. Yeah. And then, mm. I think, another thing that happened this weekend is our lovely Prime Minister went and got married. <laughs> I can't lie, yeah. Congratulations. However, <laughs> how coincidental is this? Hmm. All of this stuff from Dominic Cummins has come out, and coincidentally, the wedding that was supposed to be in 2022 
yeah is now well happened on saturday Mm -hmm. you can't make it up guys (laughs) you can't make it up oh boy for them to just turn around and say that oh excuse me for them to turn around and say that wives cannot contest cannot testify against their husbands and such inquiries yeah and i had to check this out and it actually does says marital communications privilege also known as the marital privilege it protects communications privately disclosed between a husband and a wife. Either spouse may invoke the privilege and prevent the other from testifying about their private marital communications in a civil or criminal matter during a valid marriage. L O L. You know, I think you know what it is. I think it's just funny because they don't even hide it. Like, no. yeah, they do. Yeah. Right. Right in front of our faces, and I feel like they they actually take us for a ride. They really do. They make it so bait. They've got they've got they're shameless. They're actually yeah. shameless. That's the word. They're shameless. So he thinks sure? we're dumb. Yeah. Are you guys actually shocked? But I'm not shocked though I'm because not. think about it. Boris was beefing Marcus Rashford about the school meals for children. <laughs> And Cummings oh, and, 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 and said that we told him to just work with him. No, he still wanted to beef him before eventually succumbing, right? So I can imagine his PR team saying, you have to marry Carrie now. If they call her to the stand now, she can actually have to give evidence. Marry her now. Just do it. In a secret wedding at Westminster? Mad. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying, guys, is if you saw the memes of Boris running on like Friday night, now we know where he was running to get to. Right, yeah. you can't actually make this stuff up. Like you really can't. I'm actually, I'm saying here like I'm not shocked, but I'm actually speechless. But I'm not shocked. Yeah, like this is what we're gonna, our kids are gonna learn about in history. Oh yeah, when Boris did all this stuff, not World War Two. No, those days are over because COVID has come to wipe it all out. I'm telling you. All I'm saying is, I just hope that this winter they are prepared. Mm. Prepared for what? For whatever COVID winter we're going to have. Mm. Because if it's, because they're talking about it like, well, it's pretty much going to be like the flu now. So we'll be battling the flu and COVID. And if last winter was anything to go on. Yeah, for real. I just hope they're prepared and, you know, they're stocking up on PPE because I'm telling you now, we can't be going through what we're going through. No. no. If they want to have a society left, they'll do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we would think so, you know. Exactly. I mean, they should do it, but it doesn't mean they will, you know. Mm. This is it. But how are you guys feeling about June 21st approaching? Do you really think they're going to... Re- set us completely free no i i know i just know i feel no i i i know it's not i know it's gonna happen it's gonna be postponed he already gave us warning it might be postponed anyway i i personally feel like i don't know about everyone else but for everyone else june 21st is gonna be freedom day the government don't need to tell them people are just gonna go and do their thing i honestly think that because it's come to a point now where we can't believe anything you guys say. We can't trust what you say. Mm. And people are fed up and tired. I mean, 
the little freedom that we have at the moment is nice and seeing people outside and enjoying themselves is so nice to see yeah but to me the government are looking want to pardon me control and control and control as much as possible from the looks of it to me and if they want to focus on getting things back to normal then push your vaccine then push it so that by june 21st everyone that you need to be vaccinated has been vaccinated that's what you should be focusing on they mm. added a fourth vaccine anyway what oh yeah the johnson and johnson one right yeah yeah they, they said that's fine yeah it's been approved as far as i know uh, yeah. these people actually want us to die just say it and it's, and it's only one vaccine i think for johnson and johnson hmm. it's not two like the others have been no i didn't trust that johnson and johnson one sorry I'm there with you. So I mean, I, yeah, I, I think personally, people will rebel and will do what people they want. Are tired. And, the way people are and, counting down to that date, as it is, yeah. And also, to me, it's just the fact that the, where are your priorities? Like, for example, they said that they were going to send ten thousand police officers to check people who are quarantining after their holidays, right? Mm-hmm. To go and check you, on people's houses. I have seen people who are not quarantining, who have returned from red list areas and nothing has happened. It's all lip service. Yeah. And it makes me angry because the resources can be better spent elsewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Right? We have children who are being kidnapped on the roads. Left, right and centre. At, at an alarming rate. We have a, a, an array of missing children. We don't know where those children are. Why is that not an emergency? But yeah, you're 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 piling us, our minds on the news with this variant, the 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 variant. You're putting on graphs, you're showing different vaccination centers, you're showing Hancock and his annoying face, and then you're showing all this rubbish. We don't want to hear it. We're tired. We've spent nearly two years hearing this thing. We are exhausted. Showing us they're they're not even showing us facts. They're just showing us rubbish right now. Yeah. There's no point anything to scare us. Like I would love to see how people have recovered from COVID. That'll be nice. Yeah. The numbers, those numbers will be lovely to see. I would love to see that. Not just the death tolls. Yeah, because who wants to hear doom and gloom every time? Nobody. But clearly with this society and the government we lead in, they lead with stupidity Mm. and then they govern in fear and intimidation. (laughs) If we throw these numbers at them and we make them scared, then they're gonna comply. But we don't even know what we're doing anyway. But hey ho, we're are we charge, even complying so. now? People are tired that they are actually rebelling Man. already. I think I agree with you guys. I think even if lockdown is not confirmed, I mean, even on the twenty first, even if they say it's delayed, I think you guys are right. People are just going to rebel. People, I think people are tired. Had enough, yeah. Of being locked down, told what to do, been forced to wear masks. Don't get me wrong. I was one of the mask police. Yeah, still am to a certain extent, but like it's getting hot and things like this. Like, how do you want us to breathe in them? Well, this is it though, because my issue is, am I not going to be more at risk of having a respiratory issue if I can't breathe in the mask? Mm. Exactly. You know, they're forcing us to do the most with it here, then everywhere. But then you're not promoting anything public health on TV. No, I'm not seeing no. people to wash their hands. I'm not seeing you telling people to eat healthily. I'm not seeing you telling people to make sure that their their general health is well. I've not seen any of these things. But yeah, you want us to be healthy. 
this is it. But like, imagine when the first lockdown came, that's when we had the videos about, you know, wash your hands for 20 seconds. But where have they gone? True, you know. When the shops and everything opened, like last June, all those things disappeared. Mm-hmm. And they haven't come back. People still aren't washing their hands. No. And it's the fact that it's mandatory because I know that at my local Tesco, they have stations where you can um, sanitise your hands. But it's mandatory. It's not, So it's not mandatory. Mm-mm. So you don't have to do it if you don't want to. Also, I, I can't lie. I find those things probably more disgusting than People are tapping it. Everyone's touching it. Yeah. And also, the gloves. The gloves make me sick. Oh, what gloves? gloves? People wearing like, gloves in store. wearing gloves in oh, store. Yeah, that's silly. That's there's a lady yesterday, I went to a super drug and she served me with the glove one and I actually felt sick. And I said to my mum, I wonder if she changes this glove every customer. This is it. She can't. Because she's going through my stuff, but how many people's stuff has she touched? And the worst mm-hmm. part is people don't seem to understand, regardless of how many times you say it, the gloves, only, they just trap the things on them. Yeah. yeah. They think washing their hands with gloves on is going to save them. It's not going to do anything. No doesn't do the same thing Not and again all. that's what i'm saying and i kind of feel like those are the things that will spread infection more yeah they know this and you're, you guys are right why aren't they publicizing but no this education. on tv and do you know well, why because society and government knows that people are stupid and wasn't it- they can feed us whatever we whatever they feed us we're just going to take it we're not going to question it mm. we're not going to we're not going to see i think because we are professionals and we we're taught to question we question yeah yeah Yeah. but the everyday person will just watch tv and take in what they tell them was it last our last episode where i'm not sure who said it whether it's you or clarissa and basically said okay they want us to wear masks and do all of this stuff but they're making us pay for it i think it was both of you guys that said it you know this 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 virus is a threat to humanity but we have to pay for masks. But we're paying for all the stuff to save us and protect us. And paying for PCR tests. But yeah, Ugh. you're putting out a 200 million boat. What's the boat going to do? Is it going to bring us more gloves and more and more face masks? Mate. That's what I'm Mate. saying. Like It all, to me, the more we get into the virus, the more we look into it, the more it's, this stuff don't make no sense. And I think the people that have suffered, the people that have died, the ones that I feel sorry for, because... They've died at the hands of something that is beyond us. It's bigger than us. Honestly. It's crazy. It, you know what? I'm shocked, but I'm also not shocked. I think I'm shocked in a sense because it is shocking. Regardless of what it is, it's still going to be shocking because how can these people do that? But I'm not shocked because we've always had our suspicions. We knew they weren't handling this appropriately. We knew they weren't handling this in a timely manner. Um, yeah, still shocking though. To actually, like you guys said, to actually hear someone inside confirm all our suspicions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely going to exacerbate the lack of trust and people. I think I think this was the final nail in the coffin or whatever the saying is. People are just going to not listen now. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, completely. And do you blame them? No, I don't. I can't. I can't blame them at all. It's. It's. I can't blame them. Also, another thing. What are. What are going to be the repercussions? 
And this is what I think is disheartening. What are the repercussions? We're going to have this big inquiry confirming all of our suspicions. And and then what? Nothing. What's going to happen to them? Yeah. And it's funny that you say that because, so the last post we put up was about whistleblowing. And mm. that's what Dominic Cummins basically has done. He's whistleblowing yeah. on the government and how they've, you know, his colleagues and how things were handled. But as you said, is who's going to answer to this? If it was us and something like this had happened, we could be struck off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd be going yeah. to fitness to practice. Yeah, we'd have to answer. We'd have to be held accountable. Jail for our decision making, our choices, the things that we've done, why we did it, the rationale. Yeah, yeah. they answer to. Honestly, it makes me think because I feel like some this is where politics comes differently. From what we see in the states, if they were to like if Trump was to be, I'm not sure if he was successfully impeached or whatever, but he would have to do jail time, no? No, yeah. he wasn't he managed to not get impeached. But yeah, he would have had to do jail time. My yeah. point no, okay, that makes sense. But my point exactly, there's repercussions yeah. for these actions. What repercussions do we have here in the UK? Yeah. Mm. These people are going to drop these bombshells and that's it. And even another thing, even the Grenfell Tower situation, you know, like what's happening with that? No news on that. No one's holding the repercussions. Even if they're not going to jail, at least to find something. But nothing's happening in regards to that. Nothing. We're still waiting to hear back. Have all the people been rehoused? Are they out no. living out of temporary accommodation? And again, another thing to happen under Conservatives. So we had Brexit happen under Conservatives, the COVID mishandling, Grenfell failed inquiry. What, I mean, how many more things do we need to go through to Before show people. that the Conservative Party just don't care? Exactly. You know, they Before don't care for the working people. No, they don't. They don't care. As long as they've lined their pockets, and their friends are all eating good, and they're all eating good as a collective. The rest of you lot can go to hell, you know. Yeah. And that's what and that's what makes me so angry because in that whole inquiry, I'm thinking to myself, people have lost family, and they're li- sitting here listening to this guy tell them that the leader had no idea and didn't care that he had no idea. <sighs> you know, he did not care. How? I mean, come on. And to me, personally, anybody with a conscience would say, do you know what? I need to step down. Yeah, like, for real. Yeah, for, but... your, for, your, for your chief advisor to say you are unfit to lead as prime minister, that's, that, is, that is a drop mic moment. That is a war. Yeah, yeah. You know, what are you still running around being prime minister for then? Boy. I don't know. That's what I, I mean. mean. I'm speechless, but it's not shocking so i'm looking at this post and it says this is a post about the eight things we learned from dominic cummings and it says boris johnson wanted chris witty to inject him with covid19 at the beginning of the pandemic to prove covid yeah covid19 was just a scare story two Boris Johnson planned to have COVID chickenpox parties to get people infected. Like, you know, it just... It just really shows... Yeah. Just an absolute lack of care. Just It's actually negligence. Yeah, it, it, that's the word. It is. And, and I think that's the reason why you find that 
the respect for this government is gone. It's gone. How can I sit there and listen to you talk to me that you're trying to keep me safe when you don't even have a clue what you're doing? And your fellow right-hand man has just confirmed it, that there was never a plan. Even the test and trace was all a farce in a way. You know? It's just Um, a mess. And another thing, I mean, this is fraud. Matt Hancock broke ministerial code over stake in sister's firm that won a 300,000 NHS Wells contract. Watchdog confirms. What are the repercussions? Exactly. What's going to happen? This is what I was... Topwood Limited is run by Mr. Hancock's sister and brother-in-law. The wow. firm specialises in secure storage, shredding and scanning of documents, won 300,000 of business from NHS Wells this year. Are you shocked? Like I'm not. Look at this government. Shocked. It's atrocious. I just, yeah, we've got to slave our lives away, be redeployed and save society. It's crazy. I mean, look at, look at what we're going through. So, for example, we were given free parking throughout COVID and um, all That's local authorities, so right? That's yeah. all stops on June 21st. That's now stopping. Oh, really? Um, yeah. yeah. That's all going to come to an end. So, if you're yeah. using it, guys, please get prepared to start yeah. parking. Yeah, and contact, like, your local council, whoever you work for, your local authority, and find out what you need to do. Mm-hmm. You still need to bring your car to work because that's all going to stop. Because apparently, COVID stops on June twenty first. I don't know. It's going to be then, like you know those memes when they say yeah. COVID, when about COVID doesn't come for you before ten pm at night. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Do you remember those times? Oh, it feels like so long ago. Like I was. Even, this is so off topic. But I was even saying to my friends, like, look at all the things we have done in lockdown. Wasn't it Tiger King baking yeah. banana bread, sprinkle cake? All these Don't things, rush challenge, mate. all the things that happened, it feels like so long ago because we've been locked up for what in for what feels like forever. I feel like I've aged five years. I look at photos from 2020 before lockdown and I look so young and refreshed. I look at myself now, I'm like, the fuck happened? Sorry. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell has happened? And I literally and I, I have to look at the date like this 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 must have been a few years ago and then like at the date november 2020 i'm like how honestly how it's, it's covid because we all went into autopilot you know captain i don't want to say captain save at home but like captain save at <laughs> nhs like we all wanted to do things to help our teams and stuff like that and it's if anything it's literally killed all of us yeah Every in different ways last one from consultants chief execs of hospitals down to um the band the, two, band the one. cleaner the it has killed everyone yeah it has and then what do we get guys this is me clapping my hands clapping my hands i'm telling you and then i think there was a study that recently was released how many did they say like one in four doctors will be leaving alongside one nurses and other yeah. health professionals one in four healthcare professionals will be leaving the NHS and going abroad. Can't blame them. Even the nurse that looked after Boris Johnson in hospital has gone. You know? Exactly. And you're not seeing him release a statement in regards to that. 
they genuinely Nothing. just don't care. They actually got no shame, like for real. At least come online and be like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, let's try and look into it. Save face. Exactly. They're not even trying to do that. He can't be accountable. And it's just a shame. Like, this is your doing. If you had actually... But then it just makes me think, okay, I know we never expected things like this to happen, but they do. Should mm-hmm. there not have been a contingency plan for what happens if X, Y, and Z happens? I think there was. I think um, who was it? Who's the, who's the smartest guy on in the planet? What's his name? I want to say Bill Gates, but don't quote me. That's probably very wrong. Is either um, Bill? It's one of those. Or Stephen people. Hawkins. One he's of them. He's dead now. Okay, sorry, my bad. My condolences. (laughs) One of those people actually predicted that the next thing that would shake the world would be a pandemic. And he must have said this about five, six years ago. Hold on, I need to get this up. Hold on. Who predicted? It might be him. Let me just stop talking, Geraldine. Just keep quiet. (laughs) (laughs) It will shape the world or will change the world. That the next Bill Gates. Bill Gates. That's it. That's but then it. you know people and their conspiracy theories are now saying like all of this do it is by Bill Gates doing in line with the Antichrist and 5G and <sighs> oh yeah remember when they blamed it on 5G <laughs> <laughs> that the 5G masks as what's yeah. causing COVID well it was definitely Bill Gates that um, predicted it Honestly, oh, I just wait. wait he said in what, what did he say that it would change the world? Or he said, if anything kills over ten million people in the next few decades, it's mostly likely to be highly infectious virus rather than a war. Gates said this during a 2015 TED talk. We've actually invested very little in assistance to stop an epidemic. We're not ready for the next epidemic. I think that was happening during the Ebola crisis. Ebola or SARS, well, SARS was way before, SARS was like 2008, no? Yeah. So Ebola would have been the last one. Wow. So, yeah, he predicted it. Okay, maybe this is Bill Gates doing, but... Do you think? I don't think, well, I don't know, but for him to have predicted this, it's like, you know, when they say The Simpsons predicts all this stuff that has been happening? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just a bit, how do people know? I wonder where the Simpsons get the sources from. They must have like. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder where they get the storylines from because they've been on point. Like they really have. So Mm. on point. Maybe we should just stop watching the news and start watching new episodes of the Simpsons. (laughs) The Simpsons tell us how our lives are going to. It might be more legit. Even like, do you know what? Even thinking back to the actual Simpson movie, I don't know if you guys ever saw it. There was a like a virus that wiped them out, and they had to be in a dome. Yes, yeah, that is pretty much what we've been in. Yes, I remember that so well. Boy, oh, boy. Not, apparently, there's a psychic astrologer who has made numerous correct predictions that, in fact, in February two thousand and twenty. She cancelled everything in her diary, abandoned her home in London and moved to Tasmania. I think we need to get in contact with her and see what's up. <laughs> get her on the honestly, podcast. Literally. 
Oh, honestly, I don't think we're ever going to get to the bottom of this, you know. No. If it's not the conspiracy theories, it's, you know, the Tory government breaking down and, you know, literally going back to the Spider- Spider-Man meme. It's your fault, it's your fault, it's your fault, it's your fault. Just, they need to be accountable and held accountable for their actions. And I think it's highly coincidental that Boris went to go get married over the weekend with all of this because now... Carrie Simmons or whatever her name is cannot come to the stand and let's be honest they definitely spoke about it oh yeah come on oh yeah and and Dominic Cummins says explicitly that Carrie does not like him so she's probably pulling Boris's strings oh another thing to add to the twist apparently (laughs) in March when they were trying to discuss the pandemic she got so upset about um, a story that was published about her dog that apparently took the attention of the pandemic in March. I can't lie. I did not hear about her dog. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't even know they had one. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute shambles. I, this is our government. My main thing is, guys, are we even shocked? Like, honestly... We're not shocked. I don't even know. I mean, I am. I'm not shocked at their actions. I'm just shocked that it's happened. I think the way this decade is going to go, we're going to be in for a run of surprises. Um, mm. Because things are happening in ways that we would never have expected and they're being allowed and very accepted. Yeah. Which, which makes me think that this is just the beginning of the ride. Yeah. Oh, don't say that. It yeah. would surprise me because yeah. look at all the talks. We were like, yeah, 2020 is going to be a great year. We're going into a new decade, going to live our best lives. And look, a year yeah. later, we're still here. Mm-hmm. Like countries like Australia and New Zealand have gone back to normal living. Fair enough, people can't go in. But they've gone back to normal living. Here we are still wearing masks, socially distancing. Yeah. Like a lot of hospital services... You still can only attend on your own. Yeah, even I've, like the backlog of elective surgeries that like they were saying that is the biggest backlog they've ever seen ever. People waiting months, years now for treatment. Boy. I think the maternity thing is a scandal, to be honest. But you can open pubs. Because, yeah. <laughs> Obviously not you. I think that's a scandal. No, I think it's just a scandal for them to say, even during labour, even, you know what, yeah, even at the start that of the is pandemic, so cruel. That, that, yeah, that was just it's men cruel. in power. I think that just showed mm-hmm. men in power, the power just men have over women's health. Mm. It's so sad. Because how can, how can you let someone go through that alone? It, it's, that's inhumane. Exactly. Yeah. Who's to be the advocates when, you know, they're at, in such a high, what's the word? Highly stressed time. I don't even want to say stress because it's supposed to be a beautiful thing. But like... No, but it's, it's you're giving birth to a child. I mean... And you're here on your own. And it's a new, no if you're a first time parent, you know, it's, you're, you're, it's new to you. You're, you're doing something your body's never done before. And you're having to trust people that you don't know. And you mm-hmm. can't even see their faces because you've got bloody masks on. So, or you're having to actually go into labour and keep your mask on. God forbid. No. I, don't, I don't know why any woman 
would even allow it. Sorry. I don't know why. And in fact, actually there was a survey and a lot of women said that they actually did not wear their mask when they were pushing their babies. And the midwives were asking and, and the midwives said to them, you don't need to wear it. We've got them on. We are the ones protecting you. We don't all wear them, but you don't need to wear one. And I thought, yeah, why would you wear one? Mate, how bloody cruel is that? That didn't even make sense to me. How the hell are you wearing a master and child childbirth? No way. I couldn't, but the rules around maternity really, that, that shocked me. That did. I just hope that now things are reducing and can get back to somewhat normal because I don't think it's going to be A1 but you know things can change and stuff like that yeah like a lot of the mums I've met recently have all said that the last appointments they've had they've been with their partners and they've been there with them when they've been dilating and delivering so Mm. there's definitely been a change and you can see the mothers are a lot happier and so are the fathers because they're involved in their child's beginning. Yeah. yeah. Because I can't lie, the thought of it alone, like having to go through it all alone, attend all your appointments and stuff alone. If you're being given distressing news and you Imagine. need your partner or some sort of support with you, I'm not allowed to have that. Exactly. Do you know how traumatising all of this would have been? Honestly, like my heart goes out to those women that I've had to deliver under those circumstances because Lord knows I don't think I could ever go through with that. Mm. And I think that's why you find there's been a lot more home births mm-hmm. because people want to be with their family and be around people that they know and have that safety. That's well, a good that point, being I said, I think people also need to look into their birth rights. Um, yeah. So not too long ago with Remy, she's yeah. um, she's a midwife about discussing things like this to make people aware yeah so i think that's i think we need to do that if they're limiting our choices then we need to know what our rights are yeah in regards to that and how you can be an activist or no not an activist an advocate for whether it's a birthing partner or yourself or just share the advice yeah I completely agree. Yeah. But guys, I think that's all we've got time for this week. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think, you know what it is? It's just, I, I, I think, I mean, I am shocked. No, let me rephrase this. I'm not shocked, but I think really deep down, I think we actually all are a bit traumatised with what's happened this past year. Just with everything. I mean, there's, our lives have actually changed every aspect of it no I think you're definitely right it has and if anything we found yes we found ways how to cope but there are some things that we can't go through again yeah I agree 100% but yeah so guys tune in to next week's episode we have been, sorry i don't know why i'm like saying all this um have, but anyway feel free to contact us on our instagrams for clarissa it's at clarissa ferrara for diane it's dd looks with z at the end and for me it's jelly bean with three l's and two a's and of course you can always reach out to us on the actual podcast page which is at the nursing handover podcast 
And if you have, if you're a Twitter user, please get tweeting, follow us, share us. We will do the same. Um, at the underscore handover. And feel free to email us at the nursing hand. Well, no, the nursing handover podcast at gmail.com. Honestly, keep sharing your topics if you have anything to share with this week's topic, because I think this might be going on for a while. Feel free, get involved. Let's have the conversation because this plays a big part in our lives. Yeah. And yeah. how we're going to continue nursing and how we're going to be able to continue working, whether yeah. we stay in whether we stay within healthcare or not. So share, talk, holler at us, and let's have the conversation and see what's best fitting and how we can assist ourselves in maintaining the type of work-life balance that we'd want to have. Amen. (laughs) So until next week, guys, take care. Have a good week. Enjoy the sun. Let's hope it stays. Yes, have a lovely bank holiday, mm-hmm. our UK listeners. Definitely. And kick back and relax. So until next week, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.